You're listening to The Coffee Podcast, where our focus is people and our language is coffee. My name is Weston Peterson. And I'm Jesse Hartman. This is your platform for people-focused coffee talk. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Holla, holla. We've got some incredible things to share this week. Um, but also a little bit of reflection as to the last week we just had. Jesse, you had a crazy weekend yes. over there, NCA. Talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you want me to break into what that might bring, or should I just talk about the weekend? Like, what? What is it? Talk, let's let's first let's describe okay. what, what NCA even is. Because so, what, what? I mean, the NCA? National Coffee Association. Uh, okay. Let you know. What, let we'll have them explain what they are later. Okay, um, let's do it. Sounds but good. instead of jumping into that, so it was this conference, 2017. It's a big conference every year with um, coffee professionals and experts from literally all over the world. I don't know why I said literally. That was an imp- anyway. The point. <laughs> the point is, um, there are people ranging from um, you know uh, the United Nations to, you know, Starbucks executives, I mean, executives from uh, all sorts of coffee companies. And a lot of these, a lot of these people representing companies are representing big, uh, big guns in the coffee industry, right? Wes, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, these are like the big dogs. You know, you got your Kraft, your Folgers, your Pete. These aren't really micro roasters. Your Keurig Green Mountain, yeah. Yeah, Keurig was there. Pete's was there. In fact... J.A.B. was there? No, I don't know if J.A.B. was there. If you've been following our podcast for very long, you'll appreciate this story. Can I tell the little mini story? Where I am... I actually... Because everybody's wearing name tags. You know, I'm I'm the sort of... uh, I don't know black sheep i'm the little mouse or the black sheep yeah i i'm wearing a little name tag that says press and so you know everybody (laughs) looks at my name tag and quickly like looks away and walks away yeah (laughs) no that's not entirely true (laughs) but um i actually ran into somebody who who was working at pete's and i just right out of the gate was like so jab so tell me about (laughs) jab How was it getting bought it, out by them? You know, that probably wasn't the best way to approach that conversation. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse with the Coffee Podcast. Can you tell me how J.A.B. bought Pete's? Yeah. And he's like, well, technically. Uh, and then I immediately felt terrible. Uh, yeah. Hopefully some of you are laughing wherever you are. The J.A.B. holding company, we've got uh, a variety of episodes that have covered um, their sort of acquisition over yeah they're, they're sort of take over um, we've this com- sort of monopoly in the coffee industry you could definitely go back and check up on some of those episodes yeah we, we um, we've compared them to Nestle. the empire yeah, which is probably right. not the nicest thing to do we're, we're not trying to paint them in a bad light yeah. it's just it's kind of what they're but doing. but think those types of people you know that's nca uh your your good old boys um you know, nca has been around before uh, coffee was even traded on the new york mercantile exchange you know, it's been said that uh, in the past, companies and um, exporters and sellers and ship lines, like they used to all get together in one room and they would book out their entire year's worth of business in one weekend. Right. And that was NTA. Yeah. Now, now that it's, you know, traded on the mar- markets, uh, definitely business is done a little differently. But uh, yeah, we were lucky enough to have NCA, the conference, the big one, uh, here in Austin this year, which right. was the first time, I think, ever. Um, 
And so yeah, and very it, cool it was literally, that. you know, for me, it was just a quick uh, bus ride, if there's such a thing, a quick bus ride uh, away from the shop that I run. So, you know, I was in and out. Um, I met so many people um, who uh, were fond of the podcast or haven't heard of it yet and were excited about it. And, um, you know, I don't want to jump too much into what that's going to bring for you as listeners, but I can, I can guarantee you, uh, in fact, I can tell you right now, we've already got interviews on the books um, with people that you probably would never expect to hear on the podcast, people who have insight and ways. I am just, I'm really excited. I don't, I don't want to give any hints. Yeah. We actually have booked interviews, like interviews that are scheduled Tell me more about these interviews that you booked <laughs> that are scheduled. They're, yeah. they're scheduled. And, uh, and these are people who have direct relationships with producers. Um, I've been talking with a woman who has told me she can get me in connection with some people at, at uh, Origin. Um, so we're really, I mean, this is going to be a really exciting year for you if you're interested in learning more about coffee. Um and uh, I'm trying to think of anything that actually happened while I was out there. Oh, uh, yeah. I ran into Perfect Daily Grind, which okay. is uh, Henry right uh, Henry and his team. Um, if you haven't heard of Perfect Daily Grind, they do a publish, like an online publishing about coffee. If you have time to read, it's an excellent read every time. They really do their due diligence. Um, you know, I'm not getting anything for this plug. They are a legitimate source for information. Um, they're also translating... Uh, I think an entire site in Spanish, which has been an awesome turnout um, for people in Spanish-speaking countries who are producers who want to learn more about coffee. So they're doing a great thing. So go over there, support them. You can find them on Instagram, everything else. Perfect Daily Grind. Perfect Daily Grind. Yeah, right super easy to find. Um, and uh, what, what else, Wes? Ask me, feel me some questions because I'm forgetting everything. Yeah, I mean, well, if I wish for one, I wish I were there. Uh, what were you? What were you doing, Wes? Let's hear about your man. I was hosted. So uh, NCA is a part of the coffee industry that my company isn't uh, with. Uh, we are SCA members, but we do have a lot of our clients um, that do go to NCA. So we were able to have a bunch of people come over to the office. Uh, everyone got to go see our buffaloes. Can you talk about the party? Did you have a good time at a? Oh yeah, you had some party, didn't you? Yeah, it was a it was a good party. We had uh, <laughs> we had people from you know warehousing, Continental Terminals was there. Uh, we had a few um, logistics members there um, for our supply chain, um, and just some good good fun. Uh, clients came over and they got to see our office, which is out um, on kind of it's like the the hillside of Austin. It's <clears throat> right outside of. Uh, the greater Austin area in a way. And it's just beautiful. I mean, you've been out to the office, Jesse. It's like, yeah, you stepped into there's like wild horses. The wild, the yeah. The here. old West. I mean, yeah. there was Buffalo there uh, and they actually got to show up and feed them. And yeah, we, uh, we had a good time. We played golf on the weekend, um, but pretty much was just caught up doing less important things than NCA. <laughs> well, I mean, frankly, you were, you know, you, you had the party the week before, which is, I think I told yeah. I think I told everybody listening because uh, we did the interview with Kruv, and I was like Wes wishes he could be here, yep. but I like hinted at the fact you're at a party, but I was like, can I say he's at a party? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that party was like our our company's version of NCA because like everybody we would have seen at NCA just came to see us, and that was a blast getting to uh, 
to see everyone we work with, but... All right, so let's take this episode somewhere a little less... Last weeky. Last weeky. And a little <laughs> less... Uh, we can, we're going to touch back on the NCA stuff. Sure. But let's open up. We, we were gifted this, um, and we haven't tried it yet. Uh, if you send us stuff, like random stuff, we are more than likely to try it on the show. Uh, and this guy here, I'll give you some. This is called uh, fourth, uh, fourth Dimension Listening. I'm tapping the top. I'm, yeah. I'm clicking. I see what you're doing. Side. You see what I'm saying? It so they can good. experience the jar. <laughs> so this is uh, Big Spoon Roasters. If you've never heard of them, they do nut butter. I think that's the appropriate term. What kind of nut? Um, well, <laughs> I guess it, it, <laughs> it depends on the on the like release. So in this case, oh man, I tore part of the sticker. Don't tell me you tore the most important part of the no, sticker. No, I, th- I think that was just the number of the jar. <laughs> so uh, you can reuse the jars. Hold on. Okay, about this nut butter. I'm going to be super straightforward and read this. This limited edition collaboration with our friends at Intelligentsia Coffee. You see how this is related to coffee now? Yeah, you just plugged the name. Uh, combines fresh roasted heirloom, mission almonds, peanuts, muddy palm, sorghum syrup and sea salt with black cat organic espresso and its signature flavors of caramel brown sugar and dark chocolate and i could keep reading the label but let's get to the point we're going to try this on the show sometimes we do things that are live that we're like you know is somebody going to stop listening to our podcast for this (laughs) maybe it's oh i don't know if i really want to oh wow spoon in that yeah you do where's my spoon (laughs) dude you gotta start okay messy so first of all here smell it because we always start with aromatics am i wrong you're not wrong all right get in there what are you smelling Right into the mic. I'm Come stuffy, on. dude. I'm stuffy. I've got terrible allergies. Nobody wants to hear that. And uh, and this happens to be the worst season for me. But <laughs> it, it smells like it smells like almond butter. But okay, okay. Here, I'm gonna give I, it. I hold feel, on. I, Can you hear this? Okay, stop it, dude. Now you're just being silly. <laughs> All right. So are we are we gonna we're gonna try this? Here you go. You first, so I can talk while you're tasting it. And uh, I I don't I, feel I don't like know if I want to eat this nut butter. <laughs> Just eat oh, it raw? On my pants. <laughs> nut, nut, <laughs> nut butter. Here, you have to eat it first. Just put the I'll whole thing in my mouth. Talk. Yes, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so Wes is experiencing this nut butter. Are you a nut butter fan in the first place? No. So this isn't a good example of... <laughs> see, I love nut butter. I haven't tried this yet. It has coffee in it. Here wait, I go. You better, wait, you because have to, you, you can't talk for about 30 seconds oh, once gosh. you put it in your mouth. Okay. That is some sticky butter. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right. Hold on. I oh, still can't gosh. talk. Don't put that in your mouth yet. All right. I had to put some of it in there. Okay. So now, what are your thoughts? I think it tastes like um, like almond butter. What? The- <laughs> That's part of the thing. Are you ready to talk? Because I'm going to try it. I'm a, I'm a coffee taster. I'm not like a... There's coffee in a it, A nut bro. butter taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude, but I, I'm telling you what, I've got Here, bad can allergies. You, can you pull that over there? And it sucks. Um, yeah, there's about like one month out of the year, one to two months, where I literally can't taste a thing. <sighs> and it's sad times, and I'm, oh. I'm in that area right now. I'll tell you right now, life. if you threw that on a sandwich, if you like peanut butter and jelly... And you like coffee and your peanut butter? And you like drinking an entire half gallon of milk in a sitting? That would be your butter. Wait, why did you so got to bring sticky. milk into this? This, this is so sticky so and dry. I will have to say it's good. 
I'm not. We're not getting paid for saying this. I like it. Wes is can't taste it. <laughs> so hey, can I have can I have that back? Okay, my real drink. Okay, well, all that to say, thank you, uh, big big spoon for sending that out. Um, if you guys see them, I'm serious. If you like nut butter, it's really good stuff. Uh, I've seen them also partner with Counterculture, which is pretty wild. As far as coffee goes, um, and things happening in coffee, you see coffee popping in everywhere. Even in, in your nut, your nut butter. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Coffee is one of those things where you can put it in almost anything and make a product out of it. I mean, can you think of any other wild products that have coffee in it? Yeah, there's like that coffee rub. That oh, coffee. this is getting way too personal. Uh, why do you use it? <laughs> uh, okay. But totally. Um, here's another cool thing that we got in. And this would be a kind of care package in a way um, from the Department of Brewology. Oh, yeah. Which was a cool open, um, a real gem. You want to talk about it, Jesse? Yeah. Well, honestly, so the the official name I'm slipping on. Uh, so Department is doing these collaborations. It's really neat where they, uh, they bring in, oh, man, I left all the papers somewhere else. But, There's a lot of papers that come with these Yeah, coffees. so they essentially they partner with um, Socratic Coffee, for example, Third Wave Water, for example, Phil and Sebastian uh, Coffee Roasters, for example. Quills. Uh, Quills is yeah. the one that's coming out now. Yeah. And so you basically you get this box in and the coffee's, you know, rested, I'd say. Um, it's like, I think I got it. Maybe it was three days or four days off roast. Um, so maybe, you know, it's almost rested, depending on how you look at that. And, um, yeah, it's like a really awesome little care package. In fact, if you were to buy one and send it to somebody who's just getting into coffee, they would love it. It's super informative. Um, there's kind of brew guides and things like that. So when we're talking about, you know, collaboration. So, for example, Big Spoon is a coffee collaboration, right? They collaborated with Intelligentsia to make this coffee um, butter, coffee, coffee nut butter. Yeah. And then uh, Department of Brewology is uh, partnering with uh, all sorts of groups to to do these collaborations. So you, we're seeing more and more collaborations. Can you think of anything else you've seen that, I mean, on the Instagrams? Mm. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. You, you just, you do see it a lot more. You see this collaboration. You know, right now the uh, mice expo is going on in Australia. It's basically, right. I'm sure if I compare it to the SCA expo, I'll get, somebody will hate me. <laughs> somebody will send us hate mail. I'm sorry. But it is similar, I guess. Um, you see a lot of really cool stuff out there. Like Titus Grinding is rep- repping out there. Joe from Socratic's out there having a good time. Um, there's a lot of collaboration going on. And, and that wasn't really intended. But you see it everywhere lately. Am I wrong? Like I, I was... <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that's Wes, just, that, that, <laughs> you're in training world, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I've been pretty, uh, pretty bogged down with the trading side of things but yeah i guess if i were to peek out of my little cubby hole and, and look around but when has there n- not been collaboration like i feel um there has always been kind of ongoing um we're just a little bit more in tune with it now yeah do you i mean and part of that may, might be like are we more in tune because of things like instagram where it's like i feel like i see a lot more collaboration in coffee i used to be like this coffee person, that coffee person, and now it's uh, you like scroll through your Instagram and you're seeing 
uh, all sorts of collaboration. Uh, for example, I'm actually pulling up department's uh, website. Yeah, so what do you got? Um, Quills Coffee, Rwanda, and they're selling these, and it's got the Socratic stuff in it and, and everything else. So it's just really interesting. Um, yeah, and here's here's another like cool part of the coffee market. I guess like the coffee um, sector that you'll find is what's very valuable is providing a platform where you can bring on and collaborate with other people in the coffee industry or the products in the coffee industry and bring it all into one place. What do you mean? Like one place to, you know, like your one platform for people focused coffee talk. Oh, are you, you plugging us? <laughs> <laughs> or just even like your curators, you know, you go to a, like Misto box, right. And you go to some of these other curators. See, I thought it was M- Misto. Oh, I've, I've Dude, does anybody it. know? Like, there's the shop Patica. Is it Patika? No, it's not. It is actually Patica. I, I would have no idea. But just in that same <laughs> train of thought, like, it's a successful curating website because it's, it's a one-stop shop for a vast amount of uh, information, just like Sweet Maria's. Uh, if you're wanting to get into home roasting, Sweet Maria's is an excellent, excellent source of not only um, products, like they've got home roasters you can buy there, uh, and, of course, your tasty green beans, but they've got a vast library of um, roasting information and coffee producing information. And it's a really, you know, just, it's like uh, he, you, you provide this platform where you can just compile all this information about the coffee world in one, in one spot and it's going to be uh, successful. You know, and that's what it looks like these collaborations uh, is kind of moving towards. Success. Well, just like reaching out and bringing bringing uh, like everyone in in one place. You know what? Th- this reminds me of something. It's it's kind of similar. So on, uh, if anybody's on Twitter, which you know I don't know, it's hit or miss on Twitter, is it not? Mm. Uh, there was a, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull it up here. Oh my goodness, where is it? So there was this um, this question, and the question was. Um, something to the effect of what is missing the most in specialty coffee? And I don't have the person to quote or anything because I'm not good at using the Twitter mobile app, okay? (laughs) Anyway, the point is the main answer, what do you think it was? If I gave you like um, bean origin, uh, roast profiles, these aren't actually the ones. Um, uh, Let me see. What was the question again? (laughs) If... If there was one thing that was really missing, the the one thing in specialty coffee, and I'm talking about like SCA specialty coffee, um, what do you think it would be? The one thing that is missing, yeah, in specialty. If you had coffee. to, and I'm gonna try to find this as you're as you're thinking, so that um, I might have the an one actual thing that is missing. You know what I'm saying? Kinda. Uh, you know, yeah. Of course, you're going to see all your specialty coffee guys, you know, with region and varietal and elevation uh, and taste profiles. I guess you don't really see, um, like, defect counts, right? Like, you don't actually see the quality, like, what spec, like, what screen size. Like, what specs on the bag? Yeah. Like, or, like, this, the actual spec the coffee was purchased at. I mean, but not really anyone is worried about that for the most part. Like, they just are happy to have delicious tasting coffee. 
Yeah, you don't really even see a lot of ratings on bags. Oh, is I think I know. Are you going for a cup score? No, well, cup score would be something you don't really see on a bag too often. You don't see it like at all. And then there was a kind of that, you know, uh, borderline inflammatory conversation we almost had on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, <Yep>. Wes. Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyway, the the answer is <laughs> since I didn't even give you as an option was education. Hmm. <clears throat> Actually, that seems very weird because I feel like all of you know, the whole third wave movement of specialty coffee has really been about education, educating the consumer, you know, educating the the farmer so that they can produce higher quality beans, you know, educating, uh, you know, education. It's always, I feel like in my mind has been, been founded on education. So I find that a weird answer. Um, well, I think there was, it was a multiple choice with five, and I, people really want to see more education. What that looks like, it's kind of like one of those answers where it's like, why are people saying that, you know? Yeah. If you compare where we are today to where we were maybe 10, 15 years ago, coffee education has seen major strides. Are you okay? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but here's something interesting I actually ran into at the um, the conference, and I've even seen it on art, in articles recently, and it's the dilemma of the words specialty coffee. Um, I don't want to necessarily get into this too much, but in the um, annual report for like coffee trends, um, there was two categories for coffee. In one of those categories, it was gourmet coffee. And my question was, where does specialty coffee fit in that category gourmet? And the way it was answered to me was, hey, specialty coffee is gourmet coffee. And then I sat back and I was thinking, well, you know, how, how small really is specialty coffee? And when I say specialty coffee, I'm talking, and now I have to even reference it because it gets confusing because I've heard things called specialty coffee that I wouldn't call specialty coffee. So, like, we have to use like a reference and I'm going to use the SCA specialty coffee because I feel like that's like a very specific standard, right? Yeah. What is that standard? You know, (laughs) this, this, this question, my goodness, how many times have we come back to what is specialty coffee? And I think it's because it's constantly changing. Yeah. I feel like, uh, if, if you were to, Really pick apart what specialty coffee is about, right? You're going to find coffee that, um, you know, in, in certain certain categories, for one, specialty coffee is for sure the environment in which it's served, in which it's prepared. Um, and, you know, it's, it has to be some sort of, uh, you know, special product. You know, whether it being roasted to perfection, uh, ground to, you know, the optimal setting and brewed uh, with optimal, you know, TDS and extraction. You can have a a really special cup of coffee. Um, But again, like it is hard to explain because the specialty coffee sector has been, um, I feel like going up on this trend 
of convenience. And I know we've talked about convenience before, and it's, I think it's a very important conversation to have because if you look at uh, most of these new products that are coming out, it's oh, it's focused along the lines of keeping the the quality of specialty coffee, but at the convenience of like one push button machines and you know one one capsule you have perfect water machines and like that's all great right but that's where i see specialty coffee going whereas before it was a craft it was a slowdown it was a slowdown you know boil your water slow down wet your filter slow down you know grind your coffee you know right before you brew it you know smell the bloom as it's brewing like enjoy the process that it takes um and, and that was specialty coffee, like that special moment that you have brewing up your coffee or, or drinking your coffee, watching someone else prepare it. And uh, with these new products that are coming out, it's taking that quality, that end result, that flavor in the cup, but they're taking all the special out of it. <laughs> That's just a personal I don't opinion. disagree. Nobody could see the sad puppy eyes West is turning. Um it is interesting. Uh, this is a question. Seriously, if you've been with us for a while, this is always a question. What is specialty coffee? It's almost like you should always just tag on the word now. What is specialty coffee sure. now? Because yeah. what it was last week kind of, is kind of different than what it is this week. And I even saw this article. I'm telling you where this, this guy is saying, I, and I'm not going to refer to the article um, flagrantly, because I don't want people to hate me. But it was this. You've, art- you've been saying that a lot, Jesse. <laughs> I know. Apparently, I'm afraid of what people think lately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the thing is, right now, there's this this idea that like um, specialty coffee. The word's so watered down. Everybody's using it. It's not worth anything anymore. I'm going to use something else. Uh, I'm going to use another phrase like uh, in this example, micro lot coffee. In which case, I have to respond, if it's not a micro-lot, it's not micro-lot coffee. And then you don't call it micro-lot coffee. <laughs> what? Then you just wouldn't call it micro-lot like, coffee. At what point is a micro-lot really a micro-lot? Because you know what I'm saying? It's like that one batch seasonal, like one roaster but has it how do you, gone. We even talked about traceability. How do you really even know? Uh, it's tricky no, stuff. I, I mean, no, like for the most part, like if you're buying direct, you've got relationships with you know, the producer and All you right. can get, well, I digress. Sure. I digress. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always want to say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. The point is there, there's a lot of debate about it. We are doing our best to get, uh, an interview, <laughs> an interview with somebody who can define it for us, but we'll have to wait. Cause we haven't had confirmation. It's going to happen people. But Wes, I, there is something else I do want to talk about as okay. the time is taking away. Um, there are some really interesting topics uh, that were announced, well, not announced, they're kind of known about, uh, but one of the most interesting topics, well, there's kind of two, I'm just going to talk about one, was the really broad word term sustainability. Right. We had Kim Alina Ionescu, um, the director of sustainability for the SEA, on the podcast to talk about sustainability. Even now, that topic is so difficult to unravel it's extremely complex um there are multiple organizations trying to tackle the issue you have all of colombia 
trying to, and I'm talking about the FNC, their goal 10 years from now is for all the coffee from Colombia to be 100% sustainable. Like, this is a big topic. Yeah. And I hope that we haven't done y'all a disservice by, you know, putting words into sustainability that aren't there. But I can tell you for sure that this is not, this is not a topic that, to my to my experience and what I've seen and what I've heard, like even the experts are, are kind of second guessing themselves on the topic. It's a difficult, very muddy water kind of thing where it's like, you know, we need to do something. What that something is, is not a straightforward answer necessarily. What we do need to do goes back to what we were just kind of talking about on a small scale is collaborate and figure hmm. it out. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to plug this here, even though I, I feel that it, it deserves its whole podcast by itself, and it will have that very soon. Um, but the FNC um, is going to have, out of Columbia, is going to have a forum in July where they invite producers from all over the world to talk about sustainability. And that, that is not an understatement. That's like having that a forum and you're having everyone in the world to come talk about dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you start? Yeah, where do you, that's a great question. So, I, I mean, the, the lineup for the people that they're bringing is, is uh, pretty outstanding. Uh, I will say that the fact that the FNC uh, is doing this on their 90th birthday, hmm. uh, around their 90th birthday, is a big deal. They take this very seriously. Um, the, the president of the FNC is ecstatic about this, this thing. Um, and I think we all kind of need to move our eyes to what's going on in the world of coffee. We're, we are taking coffee for granted left and right, and we don't realize um, that the current condition of coffee, the way that we're consuming it, the way that we're growing it, um, the way that the producers are, are, are being treated, it's not sustainable. And I know we're kind of dropping the heavy stuff here at the I end mean, of the episode. But when has it ever been? When, I mean, when has it ever been sustainable? I, I don't know. And how it to really has It really hasn't. Well, and that's a problem. Oh yeah, it certainly is. And um, the fact that uh, I think the it goes back to the whole education thing at the very beginning of the episode. It goes back to the education, um, and as more people, of course, learn about these topics, learn about um, these these issues in in the industry the faster we can work together to address them. Well, we don't always have time to finish our thoughts, but that sustainability is an important topic. And if you're interested in hearing more topics like this and hearing more interviews, you can now subscribe to our newsletter, which will tell you a lot more information about podcast episodes we have in the future, in the past, and uh, any sort of sporadic information that might be really exciting for you as a coffee person in the coffee world. You're listening to The Coffee Podcast, where our focus is people and our language is coffee. Be sure to hit us up on Instagram and check out our website at www.thecoffeepodcast.org. Happy brewing. Happy brewing. <laughs>